0: Hey, what's going on? gritty and good day, and welcome to another edition of Birds All Day. Just like uh, the Blue Jays' faint playoff hopes, we will not die, and we will continue to uh, show up dutifully every day, every week, uh, providing just enough false hope that somehow we've got this all figured out. Uh, my name is Drew service and yes, we are talking about your Toronto Blue Jays, who do persist here in 2017, a season in which, you know, it's all over but the crying, but... uh Every so often, they get to play a bad team, they win a couple games, and then here we are. Uh, I mean, I think, I think, I think it's clear what's going to happen here in twenty seventeen, which is nothing. But at the same time, maybe not. Maybe not. And joining me, as always, take that libs. There you go. <laughs> uh, old reliable, Mister Stoughton. James Stoughton, How are you?
1: I'm doing okay just sticking,
0: sticking it to it. the libs yeah yeah the, the libs they you know.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i don't know how you come back from that how do you, how do you recover from from a roasting like that huh? from from uh, a guy holding a fish twitter i mean that's just uh there's no way to you can come back from that but speaking of no the way they come back from that the blue jays are uh i don't know they're showing some signs of life i think that's it's, it's all it's all the inconvenient timing of it all the blue jays uh here on um Thursday they ha- they defeated the Yankees again winning two of three against the dreaded Yankee juggernaut um but they look kind of like they're supposed to in the process is that fair to say
1: they're they're showing signs of life like a fungus mustily lingering around in the air uh from whatever the hell gets fungus no i I, I don't know yeah they... They're, when Josh Donaldson isn't garbage, they uh, they're a pretty good team or an okay yeah, team. Yeah,
0: and uh, on top of Josh Donaldson looking like a human being, upon which upon whom the entire season may be counted, you've also got uh, Marco Estrada pitching pretty well for the third time in a row. You got Jose Bautista, who's got I think four home runs in the last five games. Um, those were all things that we would have kind of expected from a team that. Then would have won more games than they would have lost, which a claim about which we cannot make regarding the Toronto Blue Jays of 2017 to this point. But now here they are. Josh Johnson's hitting home runs. He's hitting doubles. He's looking healthy. He's stretching singles into doubles. He's going, you know, doing athletic things. Jose Bautista. He is uh, just turning on 84 mile an hour <laughs> cement mixer, just spinning <laughs> splitters directly down the middle from. The terrible Chase in Shreve. Uh, but hey, they all count. And yeah, and then Estrada, um, he's up there blowing people away with his 90-mile-an-hour fastball. But this, this this is what we expected the good version of the Blues to look like. It's just come along. Maybe a little too late in the game.
1: Uh, perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. Um, yeah, Could have they could have used some Aaron Sanchez starts, you know, more than, like, the four that he's given them, perhaps. And Donaldson, like I say, not being garbage and... And, uh, and and they, things might have been a little bit different. They, uh, there was a great tweet from James and To that I, I wrote about or pasted into a post at some point this week, saying that they're, they're, they had they've lost five games that they were leading with two outs in ninth inning. Um, you know that could have that could have helped a little bit. Um, but yeah, they, it that, absolutely it didn't, it didn't no, happen. That... It didn't happen. It's here, so here we are.
0: I mean, I think we've said, as we've all said, and everyone who has watched this team, uh, the Toronto Blue about which uh, this podcast, Birds All Day, is uh, largely about, where we talk about them, and that's what we're doing now. Uh, you know, they were unnaturally healthy. I think we could say last year, they had, yes. they used such a small amount of starters, and this year they've used um, uh, an extraordinarily long list of starters. No, not extraordinarily long This is, is um, uh, are they on the 11th starter? Is that fair to say? After Mike Bolsinger? No, uh, I don't know. Who's next? They not not the guy, the kid that everyone thought was going to start. Some random guy has been asked. Chris Raleigh, is that his name?
1: Oh, is he getting the call for Saturday?
0: Yeah. He is.
1: He's uh, well, he's an interesting story. I don't know that he's going to be good, but he is at least interesting, right? He's uh He's the David, was it Navy that he went to and he had to do his his like David Robinson service and uh and like ended up you know, taking years—he's like 26, but he's, but he has uh, has been in the low minors for some time because he was a good pitcher in the Navy and the Jays took him. I hope to hell that this is really what the story is, uh, and so he's sort of a late bloomer. So he's been good at like levels uh, that a 26-year-old should be good at, uh, but continues to be okay. I don't know. There's there's something maybe there, uh, but probably not. That's actually interesting. That's better than Nick Tepish. Or whatever it is better twins than the Keppishu, of or Rangers reject we, we had to endure.
0: He was indeed he was he was everything you expect from like the eleventh or tenth starter on your on your depth chart who has Rangers stink all over him. Mm-hmm. There's lots of pitching to contact and a big slow curve and whatever else. But yes, Shy Diviti, among the others, said not that it's a scoop because John Gibbons announces that Chris Rowley will start Saturday. So there's another name. On the list, but but the, these are not the not often the signs or the things of, of which uh, great seasons are made. Um, yeah. You know, you don't usually have to go four, fifteen or sixteen or whatever, however many pitchers deep, um, when you're having a great, you have a great season, and and that's where they are right now. But again, um, if anything, potentially, uh, as Marco Estrada shows signs of life and shows an ability to locate his fastball and and obviously mix in that great changeup of his again. Um, that's a good sign if you are perhaps looking for ways he can help the the next Blue Jays team or help the Blue Jays down the road if he makes himself more um, attractive in a t- potential trade and Jose Bautista as well. Uh, I don't think that anyone is gonna have uh, false illusions about what kind of return you're getting on from from really either of those guys, but hey, something is is better than nothing, potentially. Which is to say, you're yeah. not going to get anything for Bautista, no matter how many home runs he gets <laughs> in a day.
1: Uh, I mean, especially if you're like the Mets and doing that Jay Bruce trade, where, uh, oh, oh, you mean if we took, if we paid some of the money, you'd give us a better prospect? Nah, we're just, we're just gonna t- keep all this money, uh, and get jack shit. And just give him to you. I do feel the Blue uh-huh. Jays would do better than the Mets if they traded Bautista if he had any value whatsoever. Which I obviously, Um, I I don't think they, well, one, sorry, one, I don't think they'll do because, you know, you gotta, you gotta give give the fans what they want, give Jose a proper send off, he's got the 10 and 5 rights, uh, also, you know, he's, he's got no value.
0: Yes, yes, on both counts, I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk, and I, and I uh, was chief among them, being like, you know, sign him for whatever deal you want, and, He's got to retire as a Blue Jay. There's value in that. His value exceeds that that he provides on the field, and um, but of course, a as always, everything along those lines. Any top talk of what kind of send off can you do, and what about this player's legacy? So much of it is, is dependent on the player that player not completely falling off a cliff production wise.
1: <laughs> a little bit, yeah.
0: Um, where all that sentimentality is, it's really easy to be, you know, if he's chugging along and and. and Still being productive or still looking like himself, which maybe he's getting closer to doing, or maybe he's just strung together a bunch of home runs without, you know, a, while still looking, a looking bunch slow is, and still a looking... A bunch is maybe
1: a stretch, isn't it? How, how many has it been now?
0: I think he's got four and five games, okay, that's pretty I believe. Good.
1: That's pretty good. I'd have, had but, to, I'd have had to have watched a lot of those games to have caught that, I guess. Well, but... <laughs>
0: I thought it's the the facts of the like the fact of the matter is still the same. You know he has has hit those home runs and he's drawing you know lots of walks. And again, this is nothing new. Everyone knows this and has who has been who has been watching, unlike you, who has been watching the Blue Jays this year and seeing that you know he looks his bat looks slow. He doesn't look great. So it's maybe th- it's three home runs in four games. I think is uh, is more accurate. But uh, mm-hmm. you know he, he's still drawing his walks, but he's still his season slugging figure it's going to take a long time to get it up over 400 and then even even this month uh, you know if we're going to start looking for for better results he's still he's not drawing the walks that he was he is kind of turning over these a uh, few extra fastballs but the point of the matter is it sucks to see it go like this and and it would be nice for him to to be able to get some kind of send off and um i think he's earned it and there's been a line i saw you participating in a lot of Statue-related discussions, Did which is that, very yeah. interesting. And yeah. Um, you know, again, giving the uh, the barrier for the the bar for having an, a great statue for the Toronto Blue Jays is set pretty low at the current juncture.
1: Which is why there can be such great statue discussion because literally everything is in play.
0: Um, it doesn't mean it's ever going to happen, no. but it it, it it might seem a little preemptive. And I think that there's a lot of people who I mean. What what we're going to start to see now, and I feel like Jeff Blair, um, he kind of maybe got out ahead of some of them and writing like a, a bit of a, a Jose Bautista retrospective piece or talking about his value to the to the club. But it was good. I, I liked it a lot. It was fair, and you know Blair has that reputation for being a little curmudgeonly and and uh, and but but it was it was a very fair piece and talking about how Jose Bautista in a lot of ways made the team matter and even though you know being hated. Put still put the, him and them on the radar of people, you know. He they wouldn't he they wouldn't be on his radar if it wasn't for a guy like Jose Bautista, you know. Obviously, hitting everything for for however many years, hitting everything for two years, and then being one still one of the best hitters in baseball for five or six years. So uh, th- th- those things are going to start to roll in one by mm, one. And I'm sure. sure that we'll all contribute to them in our own way. Um, there'll be a little little cottage industry of Jose Bautista feels pieces. Uh, and I, for one, will consume every single one I get my hands on.
1: Oh, and th- these aren't rustic cottages; these are going to be these are going to be real buttes. These are going to be know, boat, uh, full furnished. Boat in, yeah, like like proper electrical, proper plumbing. This isn't this isn't your grandfather's cottage. This industry is going. I mean, I'm already building the foundation of a lot of this shit. Uh, because yeah, that is absolutely what's going to happen. I mean, uh, and I think he will retire a Blue Jay. Uh, that one-day contract he signs in the spring of 2019 in Dunedin is gonna be, uh, it's gonna be real sweet. It's gonna be real sweet. It'll give us a chance to rebuild this cottage industry, frankly, which I'm a hundred percent sure will happen.
0: Because then you can crank them all up without any fear of reprisal or, or by ignoring all of the, you know, time time heals all wounds, mm-hmm. and uh, as, hopefully as Robbie are. Alomar, yeah, that's true. Or uh, as Blair alluded to in his piece that you know. No, nobody ever even remotely talked. We never even happened when, it, when even when it was happening, nobody talked about the fact that Roy Halladay like forced his way out of town in mm-hmm. a way, or, or tied the hands up the, um, uh, t- you know, tied the hands of the franchise <laughs> yeah. in the way well, that he did.
1: Yeah, because everybody at the time was just like, yeah, good, good for you, Roy. Fuck them, get, <laughs> get out. Good for you.
0: Yeah. I can't believe you stuck around this long.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you for at least that much. Yeah.
0: He did do that. He did stick around for a long time. Um, and re- and resigned with him. Was it twice? He resigned with the Blue Jays on purpose of his own volition. It might have been but, twice. Uh,
1: it was. He was there for longer than than he had to be for sure. Um, but too polite to th- say no. I don't believe that you're actually going to surround me with a good team.
0: All the stories of him, like sheepishly handing his check over to his wife, like oh, without even opening it, like he's ashamed <laughs> of the money that he earned for being one of the best at his job. Um, but getting back to the bigger point, and, and it's a point that I made on Twitter, and I think I saw you do something, do you, you uh, use a, a take a user action to indicate support, which was that the the games behind the wall in the wildcard race is nice to see, but the. Not only the volume of teams, but the quality of the teams ahead of them. When when the Jays are still behind the Orioles and the Angels in the wildcard race, I'm not interested in, in discussing it until those things are in the past. Because those two teams are bad.
1: Well, but the, on the other hand, those two teams are bad. So they're eminently passable in the wildcard race that the Blue Jays are very much still in.
0: <laughs> That's one way to think about it. It, it really is, isn't it? That is that is I can't argue with that. I mean, oh, those teams oh, are oh bad. we're not
1: going to be able to pass the Royals and the Orioles and the Angels. Fuck off.
0: And Texas, <laughs> they're
1: all trash. Everybody's trash. Welcome, the twins. To, welcome to the second wild card area. Apparently, we're in the fucking NHL now.
0: Ugh. it's it's so funny too because I I was watching the Dodgers and they are dismantling another very good team because the Dodgers look like the Astros did earlier in the year in that it's a wonder that they ever ever lose. Mm-hmm. So at some point between the Dodgers and the National League alone, the Dodgers, the Nationals and the Cubs, one of those teams is not going to win a single playoff win a round of, of playoff games. Now we all know it's going to be the Nationals because they're just not capable of doing so. Right. But even though that's scary. It's and the same be thing in the, in the Yeah, yeah it's going to be hilarious and in the in the American League. We're looking at the Astro the Astros and the Red Sox and probably um, uh, uh, Cleveland Like one of those teams is going to lose in the first round, which is crazy to think about because those teams are very good. And those teams are are good in a way that the wildcard teams are not. And yet somehow, you know, like somebody said, James, you know, James Paxton's going to pitch a seven or eight innings of shutout baseball in the wildcard game, crushing the spirits of the Yankees or the twins or whomever else, and then go on to get crushed by the Red Sox. But, uh, it, the gulf just seems so large between a the teams that are the, the teams that are actually in playoff position and then the, the 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 3 feet of shit that the Jays are trying to swim through to get to it um it's a little disheartening just because again those teams are so bad and the Blue Jays are just as bad and have so many yeah. of them to go through
1: <laughs> yeah let's not let's not say that the Jays aren't contributing to the shit of that they're not a they they're not uh <laughs> mislocated within that realm of shit. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but that but that gives us hope. That gives us something here to talk about, as though I mean, except that you refuse to do it apparently. Uh, about this, you know, theoretically being a player. There's still a lot of baseball left. I mean, this is this is gonna make people fucking crash their cars. But it is. It's early. It's still early.
0: Oh my god, they are <laughs> gonna crash their car.
1: <laughs> people hate people hate that it's just the the people seething on twitter just like oh it's early oh is it early still hear that years years and years since you know I've now stopped calling people fucking morons for saying you know for. I tried to tone it down I guess a bit not just on this issue but all of them Uh, (laughs) but people still bring that up all the time oh oh you can't say it's early fuck that it's still early
0: It can go, but it it all cuts so many ways, because it all depends on the messenger, right? Where if an idiot says something like, well, season's over, well, they're an idiot. But if a different kind of idiot says it's still early, it's like, well, no, you're an idiot. Like, the the most important thing is, is consider the messenger. And if the person who says it is a moron, they're probably wrong. I think that's a good way to go through life, really. I think
1: that's actually not bad. Yeah, that's good advice. (laughs)
0: Make a snap judgment on who you, they are and what you think they're all about. And then uh, change your opinion based on the, the, ver- the perceived wrongness and ignorance of their own opinion. Um, I, one thing that the Blue Jays continuing to play, at least play well or play better and show signs of life, it does make the, this is a retool for 2018 rather than blow it all up. And I think that the Jays, you know, we've talked about this before, but the way that the Jays approached the trade deadline this season. Um, by moving these really the smaller and more less less consequential piece, pieces, still puts them in line to maybe add a couple extra things or, or or to do that true retool and spend some of the money that they've got or make a make a make a make a key acquisition and then still be in a position to go for go for things and compete in 2018. Which I, I think this is the song that you've been singing almost almost the entire year since the rough start.
1: Uh, basically, yeah. I think so. Because, yeah, and also, I, I mean, I, I was starting to say it earlier. You know, people get on Ryan Goins or on the, you know, the obvious dog shit guys, but they didn't have – Sanchez has made how many starts for them this year? It's ridiculous. Donaldson was trashed for so long it seems like he's coming out of it. I mean, those are – that's not right field. That's not, well, we'll have to find an upgrade and hope that the, it is an upgrade. That's like the two spots where you're going to get a bunch of extra wins just from those guys being there and being themselves. So you know, you take that into consideration. You take the the thing that I, I was mentioning earlier about the the five games that they lost with two outs in the ninth that they were up in. You take the one and nine into consideration. You can yeah, you can kind of squint and see how uh, they can retool and be better. I mean that's what we thought at the end of last year too, and they didn't really uh, kill it in the in the off season. In retrospect, obviously, I mean they maybe could have gone uh, they're, they're their choices were limited i think in what they could do obviously you know edwin would have been nice instead of morales uh, but but yeah i mean i think that had that gone better this this year would have gone better and they are not they're just not start, starting at such a low point that they can't hit on a couple offseason moves like they did between 2015 and 2016 when they you know resigned estrada and, and picked up hap again and those guys turned out outstanding uh you know i don't even think it has to be quite that good uh, you know that much of a of a win for them because the 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 starting point the floor is just it's not that bad and this this is a thing they seem really all about <coughs> excuse me all about floor they're uh uh you know in terms of just the way that they're building in depth and looking at prospects and uh, obviously there's more to it than just that but yeah i mean i think that uh, they're trying to raise the floor the floor is still pretty high they're reinforcing that it's, uh, it's not that difficult to, to look at 2018 and see this roster being, being better. Unless you're one of these people who is just like, I'm so fed up with this. I hate this so much. I can't possibly fathom this being a good baseball team. But those people are, you know, idiots. What's up, fam? You know, buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better and simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events, and with SeatGeek's seamless, mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. And there's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person. Uh, You know, you can use this for concert tickets. You can use this to go to the Leafs game, the Raptors games, the Blue Jays games. Uh, You know, the Blue Jays season, maybe not going so great right now. Uh, But SeatGeek still has all sorts of events to offer. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. It saves you time and money, uh, allows you to search multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals, and to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. And best of all, Birds All Day listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code BIRDS today. That promo code BIRDS for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase.
0: So again, uh, we've mentioned as we always do, uh, fools. And it seems like one of the the popular fool opinion right now, with that what is fueled by hindsight. So so baseball evaluators don't have the benefit of hindsight, unfortunately. But the big point of course, and maybe maybe one of the, the bigger questions and, and um the, the the big determining factors heading into twenty eighteen is of course the the ongoing viability of Troy Tulowitzki as an everyday player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned, you know, you can't blame it on Ryan Goins and you can't blame it on, on Josh Donaldson. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a, there are parts, small as they might be, that you can, in fact, maybe pin some on, on Tulowitzki who, of course, has really underperformed this year. Uh, and now he's hurt and out for the season. And now a lot of you're seeing a lot of kind of the talk radio-ish takes that are more about... Oh, should they have? Was Was it a good trade? Was it a worthwhile risk? Should they have done it? You know, why has he been so disappointing? Which is, uh, which, is fair enough. It's it's not unfair to say, is this trade worth it? Except for the fact that it obviously was, and and they again, as we we went through this this very point last week, which was they don't win in 2016 without him they don't they don't get to the playoffs without him in 2016 at all and they probably don't get as even as far as they did in 2015 um without him and, you know it's not fair to blame Ryan Gowens for any shortcomings in 2017 but it is fair to say Ryan Gowens is not a great baseball player and and he's not a, maybe a viable everyday baseball player
1: oh yeah well, I think we knew that all along I mean can we blame him at least for not catching that fucking pop-up in uh in kansas city oh absolutely okay
0: good absolutely we we can and should blame him <laughs> for that uh, because it's his fault
1: yeah uh so he ruined 2015 so that's i'm gonna take that i'm gonna take 2017 out on him finally finally i get the opportunity
0: well fi- you know it's important that 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 we we the the goat horns are will wo- worn by he who who earned them. Take, and, uh, take
1: that, Libs. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, In some ways, they're just these everyday miracles. I think they were talking <laughs> about on the broadcast last night how Darwin Barney, the Jays acquired Darwin Barney in September just to like hold down the fort for three weeks basically until the playoff started. And lo and behold, here he is, a guy who has played altogether too much for a team that could ever hope to have playoff aspiration yeah but that's neither here nor there and it's not his fault it's not your fault that you're darwin barney you, you are and everyone knows that you yeah. are darwin barney it is i but, mean uh,
1: this season is coming together in a way that is like proving what atkins and Shapiro have kind of said like you know about the ceiling and about having championship caliber depth because yeah if they'd had guys who weren't trash to fill in for too low to fill in for uh, you know donaldson when he was out to fill in the rotation uh when the or you know this weird yo-yo conveyor belt thing that's happening with the bullpen where they're now all trash apparently um yeah if if, if the if the triple a if the taxi squad floor is a little bit higher uh you maybe get a win or two or three out of it and and are looking a little bit better those marginal wins matter
0: those marginal wins matter and it's, it's it's very interesting now i'm going to slowly transition away to a, to another topic and bring it back to 2017 a bit but one of the the marginal wins some of the, the something that you mentioned earlier was all these different losses that the jays have incurred while winning you know with up to what you said two outs in the ninth inning they've lost five different times and especially when you consider this incredible run that roberto Osuna went on in the middle of the, of the season there, there have still been some some bumps in the road um, for for a pitcher who's obviously who is an elite elite closer in the league. Um, and now there's it's starting. You know, there's oh his velocity was down the other day, and he had a really rough week. And now it's reignited the well. What are they doing with him? And is he going to be a starter again? I mean, are we are we over are we taking his greatness for granted? Perhaps. So such that when he pitches in, in any way that re- resembles a mortal, it sets off all these alarm bells or, or are there legitimate questions? Are we, are we going to re, relitigate this whole Roberto Osuna should be a closer thing? I hope not. Is, <laughs> you hope not.
1: <laughs> I don't, well, no, I, I, what I would say though, to your earlier question is, uh, I don't know that we're taking his greatness for granted. I think maybe we did when he was great mm. <laughs> and now that time is over. It's oh, it's through, over. He's is not it? throwing that four seamer anymore, his arm's probably all fucked up. No, I don't
0: oh, know. It's entirely possible.
1: I, I, <laughs> I don't think they would be running him out there. Uh in this fucking white flag wave raised kind of uh, portion of the schedule where they're they're going to Nick Tepish and Cesar Valdez and whoever the fuck, Chris Rowley coming up. Not that they have much choice, I guess, in those matters, but uh I think if anybody's hurt and may not uh may not be helping themselves or the team. There's just no point. So I I, I don't know what the fuck is going on with him. Maybe it's a blister thing. Maybe it's a... I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he's not throwing that fucking four-seamer. Or having the same velocity. That wouldn't speak to a blister issue. I don't know what could be going on. But, yeah, something's clearly up. Uh, You would imagine that he's just going to snap back into it. He kind of had a bit of a dead arm period maybe at the start of the year, too. Or he had that... Was it a neck thing or a back thing? Uh, and then obviously came around and was incredible for the vast majority of the year. And so uh, it's also, I think, an issue that there's just <laughs> there, it's so easy to nitpick everything about this team right now. You know, it's, there's stuff that would blend into the background where they, you know, just picking up wins left and right, uh, where now the margins are so thin and the, that everything just gets magnified. And you end up yelling at people on the Internet about Ryan Goins.
0: Well, Imagine if the team was bad, how much more time we would have spent talking about the Players Weekend jerseys.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Because let me tell you, it would. however much we we do talk about it now will not end up being enough. Um, because I kind of think it's great. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of positivity around the Players Weekend thing. If you're not familiar with what we're of, about this, um, there's a Players Weekend as MLB kind of originated thing where they're wearing... These kind of wacky third uniforms or limited edition uniforms again, they're just making something to something for all of us to buy, uh, and then but the players get to they had to fill out a little piece of paper and put what they would like for their name to be with however it would given character limits and good taste. So all of the all of the uh, guys who wanted to write like libs take that libs <laughs> or uh, maga or or trump or anything they've all been they've all been uh, summarily shut down. Um, but so there's been an opportunity for fun. And of course there are some members of the Blue Jays who like basically the entire Cardinals organization who chose to, to roll with their last name, which is kind of funny in its own right. Steve Pierce.
1: I, well, um, actually I think he didn't, I think he's going to, it's going to say the train on it. Is that what he said?
0: Oh, that's right. He he did come, it, yeah.
1: It, it, and I remember he, I, I wrote a thing about, for, about this for Vice. You know, a month and a half ago when it was announced that what this was going to be, but I guess they didn't really roll out the marketing or, you know, mm-hmm. announce what the the nicknames were going to be. So I wrote about the nicknames. And I do remember specifically like having to throw one one for Pierce in at the last minute because I completely forgot about him because he was on the DL at the time. So maybe all this mm-hmm. stuff sort of came about when Pierce was, you know, down rehabbing in Florida. So that's why it said Pierce on the journey Isn't this a fascinating story?
0: Mm-hmm, I'm, glad, mm-hmm, I, I'm mm-hmm. glad
1: I interjected that.
0: Um, in, in fun notes about Steve Pierce, <laughs> you know. Um, so while he says, yeah, in case people were wondering, my nickname will be quote unquote the train, uh, which was his basically his first tweet as a member of the Blue Jays. Uh, so that's always nice to bring someone out of Twitter retirement. Um, the other important things about Steve Pierce's Twitter uh, account, he is in fact a member of Holding a Fish Twitter, <laughs> uh, which means that again he had to do the train because he wishes it would, could say the Trump train is probably my my first guess. And my second guess is that. Uh, if he didn't put the train, his nickname on the back of his shirt probably would have been Steve. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. feel like that's that. That's just the kind of guy that he is. He is the most baseball playery baseball player that has ever played baseball. Uh, but again, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing too fun. It, Some of the names. It sh- the, I mean, it sure
1: it should surely it should be Sleeve Fierce. Well, <laughs> as as Leslie Mac on uh, on on the Twitter on the Blue Jays Twitter has been pumping all mm-hmm. year. Wonderful wonderful that is a good
0: but i think the the it, ever since the colby rasmus swagger sleeve uh auto-tune rap <laughs> the all sleeve references have to have been retired yeah maybe. Uh, here in, maybe. in beautiful downtown toronto but uh any but one of the other ones none of the other ones are really interesting right the justin smoke uh Moki, mokey yeah that's interesting to me yeah. there's a lot to unpack there i think joey bats and bringer of rain and
1: is Sanchez, Bring your rain Sanchez, for Aaron Sanchez. Who you know what? Nobody's been calling you that this year, but got to Get those blisters taken care of. Fucking Al Lighter 2.0. Uh,
0: the blisters thing, it, it, all the blister stuff for this year has been so full of nonsense that Mark, Marcus Stroman's unhinged rant about like the vast cover up on the blister issue <laughs> seems like it was a hundred years ago. It does, but it wasn't. It was earlier this year.
1: Hey, that was before the Mooch came around. You know, our world's changed since then. It's Come and gone. Well, fa- God God fa- speed
0: he fa- Mooch. He follows me on twitter.com, you know. <laughs> wow. Me and 170,000 other people.
1: <laughs> still.
0: But uh, That's not that many. 170,000?
1: It's a lot, but it's not that it's many. A
0: it's a lot. It's a lot of people um, in the world. I just think that um, there's there's a lot of fun, and the unfortunate thing about them is that they, you know, I think well, you you made a quote about it, and actually I spoke about it in, in real life with a few people, which is that you know the stupid Canadian flag or the stupid maple leaf is so front and center even on like these third alternate sort of supposedly fun jerseys, mm-hmm. but uh, it's gotta be related to like they, they must it must sell, like the oh maple my god leaf I'm sure it sells
1: yeah. No, I saw uh, uh, my uh, uh, my buddy Pete Carmichael was tweeting, and I was included in this back and forth with someone from out west, who, who was just like, "We really appreciate out here that they, you know, acknowledge it. They acknowledge that it's Canadian. They're not the fucking Calgary Flames with their fucking Alberta fucking patch on the side there. This is Canada's team. We're not we're not trying to be regionalists, uh, even though it's you know it's totally Toronto's team. You can believe whatever you want, but." let's be fucking serious um, but no when somebody was like genuine and like in saying that they that they really do like that that's a part of it and to that Pete uh, not to put words in his mouth but I echoed some until he lost the plot a little bit at the end but it mostly echoed my sentiments which is and uh, you know, fuck that get the fucking flag of the maple leaf off of everything stop you know it's just cynical it's not it, it, there's nothing genuine about it right
0: uh, although the maple thing does play, as you, as evidenced by, I don't know if you are are keeping a close eye on the Mariners and uh, James Paxton, the large Canadian pitcher of theirs who's very good, who was actually drafted, of course, by um, your Toronto Blue Jays, indeed, before he before uh, Paul didn't just kind of <laughs> pretty much just stuck a huge axe in his back. He had to go. pitch in
1: fucking independent ball because he was ineligible to pitch in the NCAA and had to wait a year to go back in the draft. Yeah,
0: Because Beeston was like, this kid and his goddamn agent, Yeah, (laughs) this kid who has an agent, I can't believe the the mouth on this agent of this kid. Uh, um, uh, Paxton is Big Maple. That's what it says on his jersey. And they have like a whole Big Maple thing that goes on at Safeco every time he pitches. It's almost like the King's Court. But it's all, they chant A at him. In in Seattle of all places,
1: yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, do the do Sounders fans do dumb shit too? Is that a thing? I think I've heard about. Maybe Seattle? I would imagine Maybe, so.
0: Then uh, they're when they're doing that, fourth tier soccer cosplay. Uh, you know, dumb <laughs> shit is is inevitably going to result from that.
1: I I laugh having watched Eredivisie games on the weekend, so like, I don't know. Fourth, You're out of context. Tier. Fourth tier seems pretty okay to me.
0: You're out of context. Like, oh my god, what a that what a build up by Vitesse. Yeah. Uh, those kinds of tweets. That's really why I log on. I log right. on for like rando you and Remco tweeting about IX, yeah. sort of. Oh, so does
1: everybody? Those those tweets. They're, they're, oh, the fucking the numbers. Those tweets do. You wouldn't believe it. You would. You, I, would, you would think I had four followers. For how well those <laughs>
0: tweets do. Yeah, you know, you could be like Parks, right? Where Parks, uh, the one year during the Olympics when he just like spent so much time writing and tweeting about Dutch figure skating or uh, speed skating, <laughs> such that he like developed this weird little clutch of Dutch followers that like think he's some kind of speed skating aficionado. It's amazing, and it, it, it's just funny because he is something of a speed skating aficionado. He's Parks. It's whatever he needs um, to be. He's whatever... <laughs> don't open, the, don't open the kimono too too much. <laughs> don't, don't don't let the <laughs> truth get out. Uh, uh, speaking of the truth uh, and and things that, about the future about which we love to focus, uh, there's another Vlad Guerrero. Uh, the, the, the 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 myth of Vlad Guerrero is growing ever 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 so quickly by the day. Now he's getting full on ESPN features uh, about his him being the son of a future Hall of Famer, but also a great player in his own right um and what what was the thing about the number you we talked about this a little bit before we started to record and I would love for you to be able to explain oh well the,
1: in the piece the piece is wonderful and the piece uh you know it, it, a lot of it's about Vlad senior and his you know becoming a uh he's going to be a grandfather soon apparently and he's you know he's uh uh fighting aging and it still looks young and that, that, that's a that's a wonderful little uh thread that runs through this piece but it also talks about you know uh how Vlad Senior grew up, and it's like, oh, the the you know, there was no running water. He would drink water out of puddles. Whereas Vlad Junior, his dad was fucking Vlad, so he was a millionaire's kid, growing up in clubhouses. And you know, the this is all sort of wonderful backstory, which is, but but avoids the important part. I was, you know, that you mentioned that you teased here, uh, which is that the it, it says where they live in the Dominican and talks about how Vlad has a a giant number twenty seven, like like in in stones uh, laid out on the on the side of a hill of the of the compound where they live and and they're like you know you can see it from the next town but it says the name of the river that the the thing is on and literally like you go to google maps and you look at this river in the dominican and you're like oh let's see uh let's see how long it takes me to see if i can spot that 27 and it's it's like about four clicks and then it's just like boom oh shit it's very it's very visible from space uh it is an enormous number 27 uh that's just in the hill and then there's uh there's a big old house that looks quite out of place and uh uh, relative to uh what's going on in the the nearby towns uh but yeah it's but it is it's a wonderful piece uh gets a lot of that backstory and and uh you know talks about the you know vlad jr uh Trying to differentiate himself from his father, and his dad being upset that people are all are like, "Oh, he's just as good as, uh, or he's better. He's gonna be better than you." And he gets mad about that. He's like, apparently remembers his stats all the way back to double A, um, and will quote them at people who who suggest that Junior has already passed, you know, surpassed him. Um, yes, he, oh, that yeah. I love. Oh, yeah. I
0: love that tidbit. Oh my god! <laughs> there is so there
1: is so much good in this piece. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's really wonderful. But but Vlad Jr. He's, he controls the strike zone. He doesn't have as many home runs as his dad uh, did at this age and at the at the levels we're talking about, which uh, apparently senior is uh, is quick to point out. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I mean he's he's not. This hype is not because of. I mean, it's easier to write a story like this than it's easier to hype him, I think, because of the name. But it's, I mean, he's, I, people, legit people think he's legit. Like, it's, uh it's pretty exciting. I mean, you don't, well, it's, it's, I mean, not since, not since fucking the Lunchbox Hero, right?
0: No, it's, well, not even legit. And I think you shared this or you wrote about it. Jim Callis, the yeah. the MLB.com guy, right? He's Yeah, it used to be with MLB.com. BA and now
1: is at MLB pipeline, yeah.
0: Can I would like for you okay. to share the which I believe you you turned this into content or you aggregated this content <laughs> I anyway, sure did. What was his kind of quote? Or what was the, what was his line for well, those who have may not have heard it?
1: The thing is at the start of the year, uh You know, there were arguments about where Vlad belonged on top prospect lists. You know, I think Baseball Prospectus had him off, like didn't make the top 100. And BA, I think, had him at 20th, which was like the highest. And he was sort of in the middle on, on the other ones. And Callis was one of the people who was really high on him and said, you know, he might be he might end up being the number one prospect in all of baseball within a year and this was basically a transcript of, of him talking with other people about the top prospects list and the MLB pipeline work uh, on MLB Network. And, uh, and so Vlad's now ranked number two for MLB, uh, and Callis, you know pointed out, you know, there's, it's, the year is still not over. He may yet move up to number one, which is ridiculous and amazing. Uh, but then also, you know, just in the spirit of being bold, said uh, he would predict the first father-son duo to go into the Hall of Fame, Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Vlad Guerrero Sr. Which is, I mean, obviously, (laughs) like, hyperbole and, 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 I mean, a ridiculous thing to say, but, and I don't know, but fuck, you wouldn't say it about uh, J.B. Woodman, right? Like, I mean, at least it's (laughs) worth saying about him, and it's not like, it's not like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard.
0: You, you you have to believe that someone who has as much time in the game and has seen so many young players and seen guys who can hit at at high A and hit at low A, mm-hmm. he's not going to arrive at an opinion like that lightly.
1: No, and it's his, I he, mean it's his reputation, right? I mean that's his fucking job. Like he, I mean, sure he can have high profile misses, but I, I he obviously believes in him. Yeah.
0: So, at the risk of freaking out, that's kind of <laughs> insane.
1: It's a bit. I mean, it's a bit much to say about any prospect. Obviously, I mean, that's yes. Put a little, put a bit, little bit more on the kid's fucking head, right? But, but still, it's insane. It's amazing. It's. Uh, it doesn't mean <laughs> that's going to happen, but it's. But yeah, it's genuinely a thing worth being excited about uh, in terms of prospect stuff. I mean, we haven't had it for a very long time. No, uh, are anyway, close have- to this level. And this is yeah. This is like you're like you were saying. It's this is beyond. Any of the Syndergaard, Sanchez, Nicolino stuff, or Brett Laurie when he you know, was was tearing it up in the Pacific Coast League, or Snyder, or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carlos Delgado, maybe. I don't. Re- I didn't. I didn't pay attention enough back then. Like who? who in Blue Jays history uh, has been this hyped? Which I guess is all that it is right now, but hype for a reason.
0: Well, that's another name you can add to my bold prediction of guys who will be on the Blue Jays in 2018. Bobby Shet will be playing second base every day. <laughs> and Vlad Guerrero will be the everyday third baseman as they trade Josh Donaldson for I don't know Christian Yelich, no something else, probably a pitcher. Anyway, uh, probably a pitcher.
1: I, I think if you said 2019, I would be like, oh, you know what, it's not crazy. 2018s maybe a stretch.
0: Hey hey hey, listen, I'll say this again.
1: Believe it or not,
0: yeah. hitters hit, hitters hit, and this uh, and, and and having these guys hit and control the strike zone. And look like they belong at every level, and having all the all the other scouts, the, the you know the kind of scouty feedback you get, which is like, you know, this guy could hit in the big leagues today. Um, I don't think there's any reason to, to believe that about about Guerrero, I mean, and maybe and 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 Bichette as well. They could hit at the big league level. Why not? You know why I think that? Because I want it to be true. <laughs> well, yeah. That's why both those guys can hit at the big league level. Because why wouldn't they? They've always hit everywhere else. We'll see. Um, let's. Uh, so while we have, while we're always in, inevitably looking towards twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, if you are um, not uh, uh, a wuss, not trying to um, to uh, pussyfoot around, and uh, you want to take bold bold takes, that's why people listen to this show. I bold think, takes.
1: Yeah,
0: I think so. Bold takes about prospect uh, futures. Uh, looking ahead at the schedule a little bit. So the the, the Blue Jays schedule for the last a uh, few weeks has been pretty soft, and I think that those days are kind of over.
1: Yep, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: they got a bunch of games against the Rays coming up. Four games against the Rays at home, uh, the Pirates, and then they go to Wrigley Field to face the uh, World Champion Chicago Cubs, who almost, in spite of themselves, are in first place. Um, you know the the good the the good the heady days of. Playing the uh, playing the, the ass end of the AL West is, uh, is kind of over. Sadly, yes. but that but that doesn't mean that there's that means just means there's more opportunities to make up ground on the Rays in the wild card race, right? Am I crazy?
1: Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck the Rays, they're, they're trash. They're not gonna. There's another one of the shitty teams ahead of the Jays. They're all shit. I think the Rays are kind of good. Yeah, I don't want to admit that, but it's probably true.
0: I'm willing to believe in the Marines, even though their pitching is a little suspect, but I mean good with a small G. They're good, they're wildcard good. They're annoying a good team we're all in a long wild series.
1: Good. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely true. I mean that's always true, but yeah, no, it should be uh, they you know, they can they can do a thing. They can make us interested again. I mean not me, obviously, but other people.
0: <laughs> uh it'd be interesting to watch the Jays play the Pirates, where it's like we're looking in the mirror. Of a team that's good, but, but but never was really willing to go all in and and do what's necessary to. Uh... No, that's not true. No, that's the Astros. What are they? What...
1: Big Frank yeah. in the in the bullpen. You don't think that was a good enough ad? Wait till they get Estrada in the in an August trade, and they're
0: laughing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I think guys were, get all think...
1: guys, guys get all nervous in the playoffs. They you know they're they're, they're gripping the bat too tight. That changeup is just. Uh, just that much more effective.
0: We're talking about one of the great Blue Jays playoff performers of all time. On some Jimmy Key shit he was mm-hmm. the last two years. Uh, that's it, I think. I got. You got anything else? Anything yeah. else on your mind? Anything else that's troubling you? Anything else that is worth um, uh, spending time on?
1: Not really. No.
0: no? Who is Chris Raleigh? There we go. Cam. Your guy, Cam. Our guy, Cam. He was on this show. This yeah. very show.
1: Oh, Cam does wonderful work, which is to say, work that I otherwise would
0: have to do. Like, right about oh, like who is Rafi Lopez? That's a fair question. Oh, it's a
1: fair question. Uh, it is a, it is answered, as, in as much as one can answer such a question.
0: He is the guy that says, "Oh yeah," he he is the answer to the well, how much worse could a backup catcher be than Josh Toley? Do you think people are longing for the Josh Tolley days?
1: I do not. I do not think that they are.
0: No, they're not. R.A. Dickey, by the way, putting together a pretty R.A. Dickey-sized year for the for the Braves. Maybe someone will trade for him.
1: Yeah, some interesting chatter on uh, on the Twitter, Uh, like the Road guy and James and T.O. Maybe we're talking about Uh, just the complete garbage that the Jays have run out there. You know, twenty five percent of their innings went to like just real trash guys, or so. You know, to this point. Uh, to which someone made the point, you know, maybe we miss R.A. Dickey. Maybe those, maybe those, solid seven innings, one of which is probably going to be a fucking catastrophe, uh, did mean a lot. Maybe you feel the absence of that when you have to watch fucking uh, Nick Tepish.
0: Innings are an underrated pitcher evaluation stat, I think is uh, is is fair to say. And that watching Ari Dickey is no fun, and I don't think anyone was sad to see him go. But yeah, like that, we are seeing now the alternative, and and it's also seeing that innings eaters of any shape and size are always welcome, uh, which I think is something that maybe Marcus Stroman needs to do. He deserves a bit more credit for for being a guy who's taken ever since basically uh, since his knee since his knee's been fine, he just takes the ball and goes out and pitches every day, and and uh, and it's great. It's great having a, a solid. And reliable presence in the rotation.
1: He's not going to miss any start because of a blister. That's
0: for sure. Oh, what is he? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! Shots fired.
0: Uh, the other thing about R.A. Dickey, of course, is the ultimate indignity. The final, the final uh, a kick in the balls from the R.A. Dickey trade is, of course, that R.A. Dickey was famous for for many years for warming up to the Game of Thrones theme. Hmm. Like the kind of chamber music Is that, music-y is that thing, what that was? Nah, nah, nah. Huh. He did that for a long time. Uh, and then, of course, this past week, there was a scene which, of course, uh, Noah Syndergaard was an extra in Game of Thrones. He, right. uh, pres- he pres- presumably murdered, um, as many of the people in that scene were. But yeah, Noah Syndergaard shows up in Game of Thrones. Ari Dickey is, is like a fanboy, which is to say that the Mets, for the first time in their existence, won something, uh, and they won that trade. Is their their guy got to be on the show?
1: Well, I th- I thought that the Mets ended up the, the trade went a different direction though. When we saw Darnold's fucking Players Weekend uh, nickname that he's going to use.
0: Oh, yes, Little D. Yeah, Little D. Uh, fun fun note mm-hmm. uh, that that lowercase D in Darnold is actually just an upside down P. On oh, when they stitch it under the jersey,
1: they don't they don't do the fonts in uh, lowercase.
0: No, it it's, it's an upside down P. Wow. I learned I think I learned that on Uniwatch. If I uh, which I'm shocked to admit that I would read from time to time.
1: I used to read Uniwatch a bunch. Uh, uh, Chris Creamer oh, Chris does Clemens, sport, or Chris Creamer. Yeah, yeah, of course. sportslogos.net which is which is wonderful, which is like an extension of the Uni Uniwatch was I think the first one that I sort of remember and then mm-hmm. uh, Chris does like all, you know, it's just it has everything. It's like you go in and you can click your way through to like you know, the Baltimore Orioles
0: nineteen seventy
1: four championship yeah. logo or you know, like any obscure fucking thing you can imagine. It's uh it's kind of the sports
0: logos is it feels like it's a bit more like um like a resource and the you mm-hmm. for me UniWatch feels a bit more like trivia, like weird little little things and more like stories and stuff. But good of course sportslogos.net is great. Or sportslogos.net Net, whatever it's called, Chris Creamer. Uh, he, he I, I,
1: to... did, I do remember uni watch getting to the point where it's like oh look at this look at this slight detail on the oregon ducks away uniform it's different than it was last year and like that was that was yeah, an that... item that that was worthy of an item and uh, yeah I, I think i eventually got enough of those where i was just like yeah i think i watched my unis for the for this fucking
0: lifetime <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that we are currently at risk of, of going down that same, <laughs> excruci- that same road of excruciating minutiae. Uh, so I think that's it. That's it for this edition of Birds All Day. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to everyone who has listened all along uh, from the beginning, 125 or six odd episodes later. Uh, everyone who has uh, contributed to the Patreon campaign, of course, which keeps us, this podcast alive and keeps us living in the style to which we have grown accustomed uh, at patreon.com slash birds all day. If you want to uh, subscribe, you can do so at iTunes, you can do it at SoundCloud, which remains still a viable place to uh, download things and to hear music and podcasts and all that stuff. So, soundcloud.com flashbirds all day, patreon.com slash all day. Look us up on iTunes, and of course, you can read uh, Stoughton, you can read him at bluejaysnation.com, where Cam, who was on the show a few weeks ago, also covers the Jays for the team and does social at, at, at Blue Jays Nation on Twitter and, to a lesser extent, Facebook. Right, to a lesser extent. Yeah, dude, people don't
1: use Facebook anymore. That's my th- that that th- that's my that's my analysis based on my own personal behavior. I've stopped using it, so mm-hmm. uh, therefore I assume that everybody else has also stopped using it.
0: I think so. I think that's why their revenue was only up seventy-one well, percent in the last quarter.
1: Yeah, because the yeah yeah uh, that's because of people trusting their bullshit numbers about video.
0: Well, they they, oh, they lie! Oh, uh, they lie!
1: Horseshit. President Zuck is gonna be in a world of <laughs> shit when that stuff starts flying.
0: <laughs> you can follow us, of course. On you can participate in the Birds All Day Facebook page. Thanks to Eli, who sent who's been sending us a couple messages. He he asked about the um, the Roberto Asuna starter stuff, so we have worked that in there today. So be like Eli, like Birds All Day on Facebook. Get in, get some banterful conversations going. Uh, there are never any of those, but we can get them started. We can yeah. do it. Well, we'll talk. Somebody wants day. us to
1: talk about something. We'll fucking talk about it.
0: Happy well, we'll to do it.
1: Keep... Otherwise, we have yeah. to think of stuff to talk about.
0: There you go. Exactly. And we're obviously very, very bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. So for Andrew Stoughton, my name is Drew Harrison Stoughton. You have anything else? You got a last, last shot, last chance, party hey, shot?
1: Take that, libs. <laughs> that's all I got.
0: Uh, they just keep getting roasted. They just keep stepping up and you keep <laughs> smacking them down like a little pig man in a bow tie. Just <laughs> repeatedly taking your moon face, your, your, your man, your moon face man baby appearance and just smashing them in the face with it. My name is Drees Fair Service. His name is Andrew Stone. And we'll talk to you next time on Birds All Day.